0: feeling good is your job and once you start to do that then everything
1: else starts to change around you. Welcome to The Lavendaire Lifestyle, the podcast on personal growth and lifestyle design. My name's Eileen, and I'm here to guide you to become a master artist of life. Every Sunday you'll get new insight and inspiration on how to create your dream life. Hey guys, welcome back to the Lavender Lifestyle. It's Eileen again. So before I started Lavender, I was a lost college grad. I remember reading a ton of self-help books and scouring the internet for inspirational blogs. I remember reading like Zen Habits, Tim Ferriss's blog, a lot of blogs that I now I forget the name of and I can't find them anymore. But one blog that I do remember reading was Gala Darling and discovering her message of radical self-love. So I am super excited to be able to interview her on my podcast because it's literally been like a decade since I've discovered her work. And I'm so happy to see how she's grown and that she's still the same very like, bright, colorful, and just inspirational person today. So Gala Darling is a speaker and the best-selling author of Radical Self-Love, a guide to loving yourself and living your dreams. She has been teaching Radical Self-Love, a selection of powerful techniques and tools which help women transform their lives for close to a decade. Her site, galadarling.com, helps a million people a month find their voice, live without fear, and fall in love with life. So today, we're talking about self-love, manifesting, and something called tapping, or EFT, which I have only heard of briefly in the past. But it's a technique that Gala Darling swears by, so I'm excited to share more about her and her techniques in this interview. Hi Gala, welcome to the show. Hi, thank you so much for having me. Yeah, I'm so excited to talk to you. I don't know if you know, but I've been following your blog. I think I first discovered it like 2010, like it's been years ago. And <laughs> That's it, so crazy. Yeah, I, I think I was still in college or it was during a period where I was just getting into self-help and all the stuff and I was just trying to find any resources online mm-hmm. and I think your blog was the first blog where I heard the term self-help love. Like radical self-love is your thing, but just self-love in general. It was like a new concept to me when I stumbled upon your blog. So it's just, it's really cool to be able to talk to you now, just further along my journey, but I love what you do. I love your brand and your personality, everything. Thank you so much. I love that you've been following
0: for such a long time. Like that's almost a decade ago can you believe that like that's so crazy It's crazy
1: (laughs) and I mean my life has definitely changed a lot since I first stumbled on your blog I think back then I read more blogs and then now it's a little different like the internet world has changed right it's crazy right like nobody
0: reads blogs anymore I don't read blogs I don't don't. and I I don't and I I used to listen to podcasts a lot and now I really just watch long form stuff on YouTube and even if I'm not looking at it I just have it going in the background all the time like kind of long form stuff like I'm obsessed with Joe Rogan's podcast it's my favorite thing on the internet like I'm completely obsessed with that but um yeah yeah, I just love listening to people chit-chat about interesting things. It's so fascinating to me.
1: Yeah. I mean, that's technically like a podcast too, right? Like I, mm-hmm. I saw his Elon Musk one, which was so interesting. Mm. So wild. <laughs> is there another one? Do you have another favorite that I should check out? Because I don't usually listen to Joe Rogan.
0: But I also really love Russell Brand, his new podcast. Um, it okay. was a new season of his yeah. podcast is about to be released. It's called Under the Skin. Oh, I see. He interviews really interesting people, like extremely diverse people people and i'm actually in two weeks time he's doing a live podcast recording where he's speaking to marion williamson do you know who that is
1: of course yeah yes
0: so he's speaking to her in palm springs and i'm actually going to be there because oh. it's at an event that i'm going to So I'm really excited to be in the room while that happens. I think it's going to be
1: a really interesting conversation. That might be like a historic conversation. Like it'll be very big. I think so too. Yeah, it sounds like it. Yeah. Okay, so let's go back in your journey because you're such a force now, but I'm curious and I don't know your full story. How did you get here? Oh my goodness. Okay, so I grew
0: (laughs) up in New Zealand and in my teens, and my early 20s, I suffered from depression. I had an eating disorder. I was in a very unhappy place in my life. And you know how it is when you're in a place where you're not happy with yourself. Everything around you seems to feed into that. So, you know, my friendships weren't very healthy. My relationships weren't very healthy. I didn't like my job. I wasn't being very creative and I definitely wasn't looking after my health. So all of those things that we now know are so essential to making us feel good I didn't have any of those things going for me. And when I was 22, I met this guy and I started dating him and he was very into self-help. And he basically said to me, I love you and you're great, but I can't date someone who like refuses to take care of themselves. You know, I really need you to start looking after yourself. And if you don't, then I can't be with you. Wow. And at the time I was more invested in the relationship than I was in myself and I didn't want him to leave me so I was like okay what can I do to make this relationship work and he had discovered this technique which is now called tapping Mm -hmm. but at the time a lot of people called it EFT or emotional freedom technique and he taught me this technique that I used and it's basically a combination of acupressure and positive psychology and you use it to basically unblock energetic places within your body where you might be holding on to some resentment or some fear or some self-limiting belief. And I really believe that these beliefs that we have and the fears that we have really do manifest themselves within our bodies Mm -hmm. and it's like a stuck piece of energy. It's almost like a little clot in our energetic field. And you use this technique to clear it out. So I thought this technique was complete nonsense And I decided if I was going to try it, that I would try it on something that I would know for a fact wasn't just a placebo effect that I could really test. Mm. And I used to get asthma every day when I would walk up the hill to go to work. And I tapped one night on getting asthma in the mornings And the next day when I went to walk up this hill, I didn't have asthma again. And I was really blown away. And I immediately, immediately, and it completely blew my cynicism to smithereens. And I thought, shit, like if I can reverse something physical that I've been dealing with for at the time, you know, I'd been asthmatic for about 13 years, I thought, what else can I use this on? And so I started to use it on my depression and my body image and my eating disorder. And I used it on my eating disorder one night and it literally disappeared overnight. That's crazy. Cause I, okay, it's so yeah. crazy.
1: I mean, I've only heard of tapping briefly. I've seen like a YouTube video about it, but I haven't mm-hmm. dove deep into it. But that it's crazy that it's the results are so immediate like that. Mm. I mean, did your boyfriend at the time teach you? Like, where to tap or this? Like, how did you learn? How did you know, like, oh, this is for depression, this is asthma?
0: That's a good question. I think we watched videos on it. I think it was, like, really primitive YouTube or something at the time that we Mm -hmm. looked at it. And, yeah, we were kind of just reading the literature on it and figuring out what needs to be said and how do you... Because there's kind of a formula for how you... What you say and in what order. We were kind of just experimenting together, you know. He was using the technique as well on some of his own issues. And yeah, it was really just a case of experimentation. But Mm -hmm. I think tapping is so amazing because it works so quickly. And, Mm -hmm. you know, I think a lot of us have this belief. Well, there's two beliefs. One is that if we have an eating disorder or we're depressed or there's something else that's going on in our lives, that it's a life sentence, that we're never going to get rid of it, that it's going to be with us forever. And that is so debilitating to even believe that. To think that you're going to be followed by this ghost forever is so tiring. And the second thing that a lot of people believe is that if you are going to heal something, if you are going to fix something or work on some trauma or something like that, that it's going to take a really long time and that you may not see results. And tapping is like you do it and you feel immediately better. It's so wild. Yeah. It's so wild, and it's the thing that I recommend to people. First of all, no matter what they're going through, wow. it's like you should tap on that shit because it works.
1: <laughs> wow, that is something yeah. I I have to try. I have to ask my boyfriend to try because he gets like almost daily migraines. Oh. So I know there's something going on there, but. That is so interesting. What I would suggest
0: actually for your boyfriend is just mm-hmm. go to YouTube and type in like tapping or EFT and then migraines. Mm, there will be definitely. a million videos that you can just follow along with. You don't even yeah. need to know anything about how to do it. Just follow the people on the screen. Oh my gosh. Um, Brad Yates. Yeah. Brad Yates has a million videos and he's fantastic. Okay.
1: I'll definitely try that. Thank you for that. Yeah. It's, it's, of course. it's interesting. I've interviewed so many different people, but you're the first person to bring that up, tapping. So mm. why do you think it's mm-hmm. not? as prevalent in this even in the self-help world I don't hear it as much
0: I think there's some techniques like for example Reiki and that kind of thing right which Mm -hmm. people have heard about much more yeah and honestly I think the reason why is because tapping is something you do by yourself it's self-directed and I think some people are not sure how to do it. Mm-hmm. Whereas if, for example, you go to see a Reiki healer, like you're going to lie on a table. Someone's going to look after you. They're yeah. going to take care of it. And and it's sort of like going to get a massage. Like it mm-hmm. feels good to have something like put it in somebody else's hands. Yeah. And there's a lot of value and benefit in that. But tapping is not like a, a spa experience, you know. It's really... You're looking at some things about yourself that you don't like, and that's not always comfortable for people. And even though it's just that you're thinking about it and speaking about it, sometimes people don't even want to do that, you know? So I think for some people, there's a bit of a hurdle in even getting to that point where they want to start tackling some of these issues. Mm -hmm. But you know, if you're not willing to look at what's really going on, you're never going to be able to change your life in the way that you want to. So we really do have to have the courage to go there. And the thing that's interesting is it's never that scary once you really get into it. It's actually a relief to look at it because when you do, you realize it's not as bad as you think it is. Mm -hmm. It's kind of like when you're like, oh my God, I have to pay my taxes or you have to go see your accountant and you're like dreading it. And even though they don't necessarily give you good news at least you know how much money you got to put aside or you can come up with a plan. And it's like we have to have these kind of courageous moments in our own lives where we're like, you know what, I don't want to look at this. But the longer that I push it aside, the bigger and harder it's going to get to do so. So I'm just going to do it today. I'm going to do it today.
1: And I mean, it sounds like you've come a long way in your journey. How did you discover self-love and kind of make it your own? Because... Mm. You've created this term radical self-love and you've taken it to another level. Thank you.
0: Well, you know, <laughs> when I so I did all this tapping, right? And I had changed yeah. my life and I moved to Australia with my boyfriend. Mm-hmm. And I started writing my blog in 2006. So this was like the same year that I discovered tapping. So The same year that I discovered tapping, I also changed my name legally. I Mm -hmm. got over my eating disorder. You know, I moved to a new country. I was like a completely different person. And I started writing this blog, and I was mostly writing about fashion and personal style. And I was really interested in that because when I was depressed, I was wearing black all the time, and I didn't want to wear color. I didn't want to be noticed, really. So once this depression lifted and then my eating disorder lifted, I was like, yes, I want to play with this. I want to have fun with color. I want to wear crazy accessories. Like what can I do? So that's what I was writing about on my blog. And then what started to happen was people would email me and say like, Oh, you know, like what kind of jeans should I be buying? Like, you know, I don't like my thighs. I think they're too big. Like, what do you suggest? And I realized that you know, it's not about the jeans, like fuck the jeans. What if we could make it so that you felt good about yourself, no matter what you were wearing. Mm -hmm. And so I started to write my articles in that direction. I started to write about how to be happy, how to be confident, how to enjoy your life. And that's really where this came from. And I, I came up with the term radical self-love, I think in Mm -hmm. 2011 or something like that. And I, was really just like, this is what we're doing. Like this is important. And, and that's kind of how it grew, you know, and yeah. people really needed the information. And so they shared it with other people and it just grew really quickly and
1: really organically. So you, do you think that you created this for your audience? Like, cause obviously you were still going through your self-love journey, but did you amplify that mm-hmm. because of the people reading your blog? Yeah, I definitely did. And I,
0: always with my blog, I was very focused on how can I serve people? How can I be helpful? Mm-hmm. How can I add value? And how can I make them feel good? And so the the evolution of the blog was really what happened from paying attention to my audience. Yeah. And even today, you know, I still am, you know, the radical self-love girl. And so to me, it's very important that my level of self-care is very high and that my yeah. confidence keeps growing. And so it really actually helps motivate me by thinking like all these people are looking at me and what I'm doing and I have to set the example. Yeah. So that means, you know, I can't be in the shitty toxic relationship. I can't stay somewhere because I'm afraid of making a change. You know, Mm -hmm. it's it's really, it really does motivate me to be the best version of myself because I know they're watching me and I know that the littlest thing that I do is going to influence them too. Yeah,
1: because I'm curious, what are your daily habits and practices to cultivate self-love in yourself like how do you keep it strong because sometimes you don't always feel that great about yourself sometimes we dip you know so what happens of course yeah there's a few things that I do the first
0: one is that I meditate every morning so when I wake up I sit in bed and I meditate for about 15 minutes and that really just helps me to start the day in a positive way And then I do this practice called the magical morning practice. Mm -hmm. So magical morning, you grab your phone and you open up the voice memo app and you start to talk and you record a message in three parts. The first part is you talk about what you're grateful for. The second part is you talk about your desire for the day, but you say it in the past tense. So for example, you might say, I had such a beautiful day, I went and got a massage, I saw my friend, I went on a great Mm -hmm. date, whatever. Mm -hmm. And then you talk about your desire for the future, but you also phrase that in past tense. So your desire Mm -hmm. for the future might be, well, my desire for the future is my book launch was a massive success, I went on this fantastic speaking tour, and Mm -hmm. whatever, whatever. So you make this recording, they're usually between like five and ten minutes, depending on like how into it you get. And then you stop recording and you send it to a friend who will listen to it and then send you theirs back.
1: Oh my gosh. That's so cool.
0: This is such an amazing way to start manifesting the life that you've always wanted. And oh my gosh, there's something about saying it as if it's already done that helps your brain click into place. Like, it's done. Okay, cool. Mm-hmm. So if that's done, how do I behave? How do I act? Who would I be? And also, you know, having someone else hear it and witness it is so powerful there's they're seeing you do that thing to them it's so real yeah and that really helps you to bring things into your reality even faster
1: That is amazing. you call
0: it magical morning mm-hmm, I do I have a video about it on YouTube and okay. I've written about it on my blog and it's in my new book and all that stuff so it's it's kind of everywhere I really want everyone to start doing this I want to start doing that <laughs> yes and it's really cool yeah. like I had I've been talking about it for a few months. And I had a lot of people say to me, you know, I don't have a friend that I feel I could really share this with or Mm -hmm. I don't think they would want to make a recording back or I don't really feel safe sharing my dreams or goals with someone and so when my new book started selling, which was a couple of like, the first of October, so very recently, mm-hmm. one of the things that I included with that was a magical morning buddy list. Mm. So everybody that joined gets the option to put their information into the spreadsheet and they're all pairing up and yeah. sending messages and it's so cute and they're so loving it. Like sometimes it's easier to tell a stranger about your goals and your dreams than someone you know really well.
1: I- I agree too, because for me, it's a Mm -hmm. scary thought to share something so vulnerable with a friend that you know in real life, but I share my Mm -hmm. life and everything on YouTube, which I'm more comfortable (laughs) sharing with strangers than like people I know.
0: Yeah, it's so much easier, you know, there's less anxiety, there's less like, it's not so up close and intimate, you know, but Mm -hmm. this is such a powerful technique. So, you know, those are two things that I do to keep my self-love practice really strong and then... Also for the month of October, um, I was inspired by Joe Rogan. He's doing like a Sober October thing and I don't drink so that's not really an issue but one thing that he's doing as part of Sober October is a fitness competition with his friends. So whoever works out the most over the month of October gets a prize. Mm -hmm. I just moved to LA and my routine is completely off so my challenge for the month of October is to work out every day. So whether I jump rope or go for a walk or do yoga or go to the gym. I have to do something. So that really helps me to feel good as well, you know, just to move my body. And even if it's just like half an hour of yoga on the floor where I just like stretch my back out, you know, like Mm -hmm. it's so important that we move our bodies.
1: I agree. I think moving your body is like, it instantly boosts your mood, right? Mm -hmm. Most of the time, when people are sad or feeling low or even depressed, like if you just exercise, it instantly Mm -hmm. changes how you feel. It really does.
0: And people hate to be told that, you know? Like, I know. No, but like when you're lying (laughs) on the floor in a fetal position, the last thing you want to be told is like, go to the gym. So don't, don't go to the gym. Like make it something you'll enjoy doing. Like go for a walk, put your headphones on, listen to a podcast, go for a walk, you know, and, and have a reward at the end of the walk. Like go get a fucking milkshake or something. If that's going to get you out the door, it doesn't matter. Just get out the door. I love it. So yeah, it's really important to like know how to motivate yourself. Like not everybody is going to want to go to CrossFit. Some people are going to want to, you know, play with their child or something like that's just as good of a workout for some people. Mm-hmm,
1: for sure. So since you've helped so many women transform their lives through self-love, what would you say is, I guess, the number one tip on how someone can overcome their internal battles or obstacles to improve their self-love what are some like key ways that you see always works well
0: tapping obviously is a yeah. huge one and like I said you know even I have a lot of videos where I do tapping every week so I have a thing called High vibe honey where I pull tarot cards every week and then we tap on whatever has come up so if there's resistance mm-hmm. to receiving the blessings or you know, whatever's coming, we tap through that. So it's a really easy way to like get started with your tapping journey. Mm -hmm. But the other thing that really, really works is gratitude. And I know we've all heard it so many times, but make it a ritual that you speak your gratitude aloud or you write it down every day. It totally changes things because when you are really grateful for what you have, then you've already got enough, Mm -hmm. you know, and it makes your life so much easier and one of the things that I love to do as a gratitude practice is you get like a big empty cookie jar or something like that. And then every day you write down on a little piece of paper, like the things you're grateful for that day, and you fold it up and you put it in this jar. And then on New Year's Eve, you can go through and read all the stuff that you were grateful for. You've been collecting it all year.
1: That's so sweet. It's a really beautiful ritual and a really beautiful practice. Wow. That's beautiful. And I love that so much. Let's take a break for our sponsor, Meditation Studio. Life can be messy. We get stressed about deadlines, frustrated about our careers, or anxious about our relationships. I always recommend meditation as the best habit for every day, but especially for those messy, stressful days. And I love using meditation apps to help me out. Today's sponsor, Meditation Studio, has a meditation for everything. Stress, sleep, confidence, and more. They're one of Apple's 10 best apps of the year and have hundreds of original meditations created by over 40 experts in the field. It's like having a little life coach in your pocket to inspire you and help you feel better every day, no matter what challenge you're facing. Whether you've been meditating for years or you're just looking to start, you can check out the Meditation Studio app and see how it can help you with a free 7-day trial. Head over to the App Store, check out Meditation Studio, and get started with a 7-day free trial today. So I also want to talk about your newest book, Radical mm. Radiance: How to Make Love to the Universe and Manifest Anything. Is do you consider that book out cuz I saw on your website you're doing something different like a monthly mm. one chapter a month sort of thing? Yes, I am. So, it is out right now and the way it
0: works is it's coming out as a serial. So, every month you get a new chapter and then with the chapter you also get an audiobook of me reading it out loud. You get a video where I discuss the concepts of the month and we do some tapping to go get through any resistance or blocks that you're feeling. And there's other little surprises like, you know, the magical morning buddy list and little bits and pieces here and there. And it's really fun because I think a lot of the time you know you buy a book that it is really a book that's supposed to change your whole perspective on life. And that's what this book is, you know, here for. But you read the book and then by the time you're done, it's like, there's no support network. You're kind of by yourself. There's mm-hmm. no one to say like, Hey, I had a question about this or how does this work? And with this process, you know, we're all doing this together and there's like over a thousand people who are all doing it at the same time. Wow. And you know, we're all commenting on the YouTube videos and it's just this very active dynamic mm-hmm. process. Like you don't have to do it by yourself. It's very hard to make changes mm-hmm. by yourself. So we're working as a group and People are already experiencing the most amazing changes and it's only been like a week and a half. So
1: yeah, it's really great. That's such a cool concept. Yeah, it's very interesting. Can you share a little bit about the main message behind this book?
0: Yeah, so last year I was having, was it last year? I don't even know what month it is. Yes, last year. Last year, I was having a really hard time and my life was, you know, on the surface, everything looked really good, but I was really having a difficult time. I wasn't happy. I felt very anxious. I was very worried about things. And I discovered this woman called Abraham Hicks. And I don't know if you've heard of her before.
1: I've heard, yeah.
0: And I had always thought that this woman was like a complete nut job. And I was not interested in what she had to say. But one day, I was compelled to just look at her videos on YouTube. And Abraham Hicks is all about the art of manifestation. And the number one rule in manifesting is that you have to make feeling good your priority. Mm -hmm. So if you are not enjoying your life, you have to do whatever it takes to get you to feel good whether it's meditation or singing and dancing in your living room or going and seeing a friend, like feeling good is your job. And once you start to do that, then everything else starts to change around you. And we often think that we'll be happy once we get the job or we get married or we have the baby or we lose 10 pounds or whatever our goals are. And yeah, there is a little bit of satisfaction in gaining those things, but it's really not the be all and end all. And what I've discovered is that when we feel good first without those things, those things come to us much more quickly. Mm, yeah. So we really, we really put the cart before the horse. You know, we see these people who are like, oh, she's so happy. Like she must have everything that she wants. It's like, well, it kind of, that's the kind of the way that it works. is like when you're happy, things come to you so much more quickly. Mm-hmm. And it's not about, I'm going to be miserable until I get this goal, That's such a shitty way to live your life. It's such a waste of time. And you can't manifest anything when you're in that place where you're focusing on what you don't have. Mm -hmm. And what I realized from watching her videos last year was that even though I had thought of myself as a very positive person, I was spending a lot of time thinking about what I didn't have, what I didn't like, how I was afraid of this or afraid of that, and really going to the worst case scenario in Mm -hmm. my mind all the time. Yeah. And by listening to her, I realized that I needed to learn to shift my thinking and to really discipline my thinking. Mm-hmm. Um, a lot of us are a bit lazy with our thoughts. You know, we just find something negative and we stay there. But disciplining your mind is about getting that awareness that you're doing it and then switching it. And that's when everything in your life starts to change. So wow. that's what this book is all about. It's about feeling good, what it takes to do it, how to get there, and then in turn, how to manifest things that we really want, how to call them in. And, you know, in the time between discovering her work and this time, which is almost a year, you know, 11 months, my life is completely different. You know, I'm out of a relationship that wasn't working. I moved from New York to LA. My business is completely different and booming and everything is different. Everything is different. And I really credit it to changing my thoughts and when you change your thoughts and everything around you changes as well.
1: That's so amazing to hear that even you had like a huge transformation because I feel like people from the outside see you as already successful for for all of these years. Mm-hmm. And to be able to transform again is, is cool. Also, the fact that all of us are taught to like put our heads down, work hard and hustle and kind of like struggle, sacrifice in order to get what we want. I think most mm-hmm. of society has taught that. So in order, like you're kind of flipping it, like making feeling good your priority first and then everything mm-hmm. else will come is just so positive and exciting.
0: And it's just, it works. Like it might sound yeah. crazy, but try it for a couple of days. Make it your priority. Like whenever you're like, oh, I'm dwelling on that thing again. Or like, I'm in a bad mood. Like ask yourself, okay, what can I do to feel really good right now? Do I need to have like mm-hmm. a one person dance party to Beyonce? Like, do I need to put on some lipstick? Like what is it that's going to make me feel good and then do that yeah. and let that momentum carry you and see how different your life is. It's like the easiest experiment in the world because the results are instantaneous.
1: Well, I'm also thinking most people in life, they just want to be happy and they're working so mm-hmm. hard because they're trying to get the things that they think will make them happy. So yes. when you say feel good right now, it's almost like you're allowing yourself to feel the happiness now. And then when you're like vibrating at that high level, like, like you don't need much else, right?
0: Exactly. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. And then Anything else that you get is just like a cherry on top, but you are a cake all on your own, you know? You're not waiting for these outside conditions to meet with some kind of fantasy expectation that you have. Because the truth is, like, we can't control other people. We can't control our partners or our managers or our parents or our families. Like, we can't do that. The only thing that we can do is control how we feel. And even if somebody is behaving poorly we get to choose whether we're going to let it affect us and make our day be ruined or whether we're going to be like, you know, that's your stuff. It has nothing to do with me Mm. and focus on your own vibration. And, you know, when we focus on making ourselves feel good, it may sound selfish, but people that feel good about themselves are good to other people. They create opportunities for other people. They help other people, you know, they're caring and empathetic because they're operating from a place of fullness and satisfaction. They're not trying to pour from an empty cup. And so it really is important that we look after
1: ourselves. Oh yeah, I agree completely. I'm curious, do you have any interesting manifestation stories in your personal life that you can share? Mm. I
0: mean, I think just like the fact that my life is completely 180 flipped from this time last year is so meaningful. You know, I used to be in a relationship with a guy that I loved a lot, but It just didn't work and we had so much anxiety in that relationship. About a month ago, I went back to New York to like move everything out of my apartment. So I had to Mm. pack everything up and I got back to my apartment and it was like walking into a stranger's house because my Mm. vibration and my frequency had changed and shifted so much that being back there was like, it was like being in a stranger's house. It just happened to have my things in it, you know? And when I went to sleep that night, I, you know, turned off the light and I was lying in bed and I was looking out into the living room, which I had done a million times. And all I could remember was like the feeling of deep anxiety that I used to have every single night as I laid there and how, you know, now I literally, am not worried about anything Mm
1: -hmm.
0: at all. Like I'm not concerned about my love life. I'm not concerned about my finances. I'm not concerned about how I look like none of it. I just... I go to bed every night, I sleep like a baby, I wake up, I feel so good and I'm operating from that place and everything works so much better when you can put yourself there. And again, it's all a
1: matter of like, what are you telling yourself every day? Mm -hmm. What are your thoughts? Wow, that's amazing. And just going through the early stages of you like transforming or rewiring your brain, Mm How did you do that in the beginning? It was literally tapping every
0: day. And especially when I started my blog, I was tapping like five or six times a day. So every time that I had a limiting belief come up or I was like, I'm never going to make any money doing this. I'm wasting my time. What am I doing? And I had those thoughts all day long. I would tap every single time. And I'm convinced that that's why my growth was so quick because I was removing all that resistance like, If you have a secret subconscious fear that if you get too big that you're going to get criticized or if you get too big that your friends aren't going to like you or whatever it is, you're going to limit yourself. You're going to hold yourself back from doing the things you really want to do. So it's super important that we can be aware of what those fears are and then address them and like stomp them out. And for me, tapping is like the most effective way to do it. But there's lots of other ways you can do it, you know, hypnosis is amazing and, therapy is good and all those things. But for me, tapping is just the most effective way. I
1: see. So now Mm -hmm. that you're in LA, it's like your life has physically transformed like with this new environment. (laughs) What are you looking forward to now? What's next? Oh, such a good question. What am I looking
0: forward to next? It's all like little things, you know, I, my U-Haul from New York literally showed up yesterday, so Mm -hmm. I've been putting everything away, and it's so nice to be surrounded by my stuff again, like, Mm -hmm. it feels really good, even though I'm not sure where I'm going to put it all, (laughs) like, I have so many clothes, it's kind of disgusting, but I'm excited, you know, to do these little things, like, get back into my routine, and and get back to the gym regularly, and then working on my book, and... These little things coming up, like I'm going to Malibu this weekend and then I'm going to see Russell Brand in a couple of weeks and then I'm going to Italy so in November, fun. like all these little excursions that, yeah, that just like add a little bit of like whipped cream to the top of the Sunday, you know?
1: You're living your best life, honestly. For real. I seriously <laughs> yes. am.
0: I seriously am.
1: Okay. So now I want to move on to our rapid fire questions. So just feel free to say whatever is off the top of your head. Sure. Okay. The first question What does your dream life look like? Oh, this one I'm living right now. I honestly can't think of anything
0: I would want more than this. It's so good. It's so, so good.
1: That's so amazing to hear. Okay, what is one book or resource you recommend to everybody?
0: Well, I guess I recommend my book, which is Radical Self-Love, which came out a couple of years ago. Mm -hmm. But what else? The book I'm telling everybody about right now is Recovery by Russell Brand, which is his breakdown of the 12 steps. Like if you're in Alcoholics Anonymous, there's a program that you work And he's taken these steps and blown them up so that anyone can use Mm. them, no matter whether you're an addict or not. It's a really beautiful system for how to live your life. And it's so well written, really engaging, absolutely a brilliant book. I think everyone should read it. It'll help you understand... What addicts are struggling with, if you know someone who struggles with it or if you are one yourself. Um, And if not, it's just a good practice for how to live your life consciously and mindfully and in a way that makes you feel good about yourself.
1: What is one habit or activity that has changed your life? Tapping, exercise, meditation, magical morning, all of those things. Totally. Totally. And what is the best life or career advice you've ever gotten?
0: This is like a random one that comes to mind all the time. When I used to, well, my father and I talk about business all the time. And he has run several successful businesses. And I grew up listening to my parents talk about business at the dinner table. So it's really part of my DNA. But something that he told me once that I tell people who want to start businesses all the time is, it's one thing to be a great chef, but it's totally another to be Mm -hmm. able to run a restaurant And what that means is just because you have a skill in a certain area, it doesn't necessarily mean that it will translate to running a business around it. And a lot of people get that twisted. They think, oh, like I'm great at doing nails, so I should open a nail salon. But it's completely different. And if you're not business minded, if that's not your thing, the best thing is to team up with somebody who is. You can be the creative talent and let them run the admin, keep the lights on, pay the bills, answer the phone, do all those things. Because running a business is such an all-encompassing thing, and if it's not an area that you're comfortable in, then you either need to delegate it out or work with someone who Mm -hmm. loves to do that stuff. You know, it's really important to play to your strengths, and I think that's true whether it's business or anything in life.
1: Yeah, totally. Lastly, finish the sentence. The most amazing part about life is the potential of a new day.
0: You know, every single day holds something new. You never know what it's going to be. And when you start your day positively and you let that momentum build, your days just get better and better all the time. And when you start your day with positive momentum, even if something shitty happens to you, you don't take it as hard. It's like easier for you to ice skate around it. It just becomes like a little blip. rather than a huge life-threatening catastrophe. And so that's what I love about every single day. It's like anything could happen, and I love that. I love the possibility.
1: I love your positivity, and I love this zest you have for life I feel like everybody should aspire to live like that every day <laughs> thank you so much Gala I love this conversation and you shared so many tidbits of wisdom so I appreciate it so much it's my pleasure yeah lastly where can our listeners find you online I'm at Gala on Twitter and Instagram and my blog is galadarling.com yes and definitely make sure to check out her books Radical Self-Love and Radical Radiance as well Thank you. Thank you. All right. I hope you guys enjoyed that conversation. Now time for my wrap up. I would say my favorite takeaway from this interview, there are a lot, but my favorite is probably Magical Morning, I think it was. So the practice of recording yourself saying what you're grateful for and saying what you desire for your day in the past tense, as if it's already happened, and what you desire for your life in the past tense, as if it's already happened. Recording that, sending it to a friend. That is something I've never heard of. And I already can feel how impactful that would be if i were to do that every single day and the sending to a friend part that does scare me because i'm like i don't know if i trust anyone it's very vulnerable the thought of doing that but just the fact of like daily announcing what you're grateful for and what you want in your life saying it as if it's already happened that is really really powerful for manifesting what you want of course i was intrigued by how much she's an advocate for tapping i've never really looked into that i've seen like one you YouTube video on it and I was like too lazy to try it, but it's definitely something that I think I'll consider trying or help my boyfriend try because I think it might help him more. And lastly, I really enjoyed her talk about how manifesting is prioritizing feeling good. Like you have to feel good in order to manifest the things that you want. And feeling good in itself, I think is the goal because don't you just want to feel good in your life? Don't you want to be happy at this moment right now? So it's kind of like a shortcut to everything that you want. Just asking yourself, what can I do to feel good right now? Do I need to take a break? Do I need to dance? Do I need to sing? Do I need to call a friend? Ask yourself. Who knows? And do whatever it is to make you feel good in that moment. And maybe if you keep asking yourself that question for every single moment, then every single moment of your life will be happy and you're gonna love it. So of course, when you're loving your life and you're happy all the time, that raises your vibration to something higher. And when you're happier, you're more likely to attract all the things that you want. So intuitively, it does make sense to me. So maybe that's something that you guys can try out for yourself. Ask yourself, what do I need to do right now to feel good or to feel better? All right, that's it for today. I love you guys so much. Have a beautiful week. Bye. All right, that's it for today's episode. Thank you so much for listening to the Lavender Lifestyle. If you like this podcast, please show your support by leaving a review on iTunes. Next, make sure you check out the 2019 Artist of Life Workbook and the Daily Planner by Lavender on my website, lavender.com/shop. Lastly, you can catch me on YouTube and Instagram at Lavender, where I have even more content for the Artist of Life. Sending you so much love. Bye.